But um, a quick addendum to our conversation about the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. A couple of things have come up. Okay. okay. Um, two formidable opinions in horse racing. Perhaps two of the in American horse racing, two of the top 20 would be those of Andrew Beyer, the creator of the Beyer Speed Figures and the most celebrated trainer of certainly the last 25 years, Bob Baffert. And uh, both gentlemen have come forward um, with statements to the press or written statements saying that they disagreed with what we agreed with on the show the other night. I found that rather interesting. Hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Beyer, I thought it was just a terrible call. Um, and I, I read it that and I was, uh, I couldn't disagree more. And, and then, uh, Baffert said that Baffert basically called out the jockeys that filed objections as being essentially like lamos for filing an objection in the Derby. Okay. So, um, which presents some interesting points about the entire inquiry. It actually, of course, was not a stewards inquiry, which is one very interesting aspect. I think we talked about that briefly. The stewards did not actually put up the inquiry sign. It was a jockey objection. And when the trainer of the of maximum security, uh, Jason Service, um, he, he briefly talked to the stewards, and they told him that only Flavian Pratt, Pratt who, who was the writer of Country House, had, had filed an objection. Then later on, he found out that John Court, who was the writer of Long Range Toddy, did as well. What's interesting, is, of course, is that the most fouled horse in the race, uh, War of Will, ridden by Tyler Gaffleone, did not file objection. Okay, so that's that's an interesting angle. And so, like, you know, how do you answer the question of, like, you know, why did why did the stewards not post inquiry sign? Uh, so, you know why I think it is? I think they were thinking this is the Kentucky Derby. Uh, we've got a jockey objection. It's just one objection. It's the second place finisher. Maybe he's taken a shot. Let's, you know, obviously we have to look at the tape because of the objection. Let's not put an inquiry up because hopefully we can make this a fast official because we don't want to have to deal with. So you think you were thinking that they like. I wonder how aware they were during the race of potential interference during the spot when the interference occurred. My, my, and what's interesting my, about these stewards is they have not been very transparent in this controversial case with anything other than just like reading the basic statements that they would have to put in for any steward's inquiry. Right. My guess is that at the time they thought that this would be a quick review the tape. Let's you know find it without merit and and call the the race official and then when they went back and saw that there was some indeed some bumping and that there was something going on uh you know then they were at, at that point you know it was almost too late to to throw the inquiry sign up i don't yeah, think yeah well, but at the same I time like be... what i'm asking you is like shouldn't shouldn't they have responded to the question during the running of the race did you see any need to put up the inquiry sign because oh, usually they they, sh they should have responded they should have talked to the press they should have walked through exactly their thinking instead of instead of uh, just <laughs> issuing a statement and then saying nothing else um but the point well where does the second objection come in you know what what point did court file objection uh, ironically named John Court. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? The because oldest jockey in the race. Court, Court was the one, you know, Pratt was not uh, influenced by the bumping. 
he was he was he was fu- brushed, but I mean, like mm. he was he basically like you're saying, and I think you're entirely he's, correct. He was basically might as taking well take a, shot. a chance. Yeah, he, might he as well knew take a chance. He I mean, knew he might something never happened in the Derby again. You know, no, no, he knew something happened because he was right there when it happened. He mm-hmm. was not one of the ones affected by the foul, but he knew that something happened and that one of the horses was and fouled. And because he was the one was gonna that was going victory. exactly, he was the one that was going to benefit from any. Uh, change in the order of finish, so he. He's just taking a shot. He's he, taking. A he shot. took the shot so they, because he like, knew he so knew the, that they needed to look at the at at the tape. Uh, the the stewards, I don't think like usually you see an inquiry sign flashed when the stewards immediately know something happened and they say we need to take a look. I don't think that's what happened here. I think they thought someone's objecting we'll take a look we'll hopefully find it without merit and then we can call it official and then it was only after looking a few times they noticed there's something more here um so anyway that's that's the other other interesting thing is real quick the other interesting thing is that uh the uh, the owners gary and mary west are so i guess so disgusted by the process including the fact that the rules of kentucky racing would not allow them an appeal that they are now thinking about quitting horse racing. Oh, I thought you were going to say people. the. I thought you were going to say the other interesting thing about this. The owners Gary and Mary West are uh, also some of uh, Bob Baffert's biggest clients. And gee, I wonder why Bob Baffert is coming out and saying he thinks that they should not have had their horse DQ well, no, because he true. was the that's trainer of the and other horse like, that know, they owned Bob in Baffert, the race. You know, well, Bob Baffert also runs an average of 2.5 horses in every Kentucky Derby in a 20-horse field, yeah. okay? So, you know, essentially, I, essentially, like, you know, he basically knows that things are going to happen out there in what's the important, most important race on his calendar. And, you know, he'd rather, you know, send a message to jockeys, you know, don't file objection, you know, so. Well, sure, of, of course. and And he's looking at it from the standpoint of, one of my prominent owners was the 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 first place finisher who got d- disqualified. Well, I'm no standing by my own. He's a, you know he's he's you know a great horse racing politician. It's a big part of you know significant part of his career. Um, but but in Buyer, yeah, I know you haven't read Buyer's opinion. I found that you know kind of stunning, really. But any, that's all beside the point. And why about Gaffleyon? Like, uh, why would? And he, why would he file an objection? He came out. So I heard. I heard after the race, uh, the day after, I heard Mark Cassie, trainer of War of Will. Uh, I said, heard that too. Yeah, said he talk, asked yeah. Tyler not to file an objection, partly because he knew that uh, Pratt had filed one already. Um, and, okay. You know, okay. So, okay. Uh, look, I, I don't. I don't know. I think they made the right call. You, you know, I think. I think, I think what I did we're, too. We, we talked about it in the last show, but it's very interesting. That, like. All these formidable opinions in horse racing, which are 3,000 times exactly more powerful than ours, are saying that, uh, are saying that, you know, are supporting maximum security should have won the Derby. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've heard a number that have come out and said that they think, um, Rusty Arnold, uh, Tom Amos, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, I've heard a lot of other horsemen come out and say, they think that the right call was made, um, and and you know, you know and think about those. Those guys are total. They're playing politics too. Of course, you know they're, they're you know they're part of the Churchill Downs yeah. establishment, big yeah. time, big yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. And Tom yeah. Amos is still smiling from his fantastic Oaks win with Serengeti Empress. You know, That's and right. he's always been. He's one of the most 
opinionated people in horse racing. He's one of the most forward people in horse racing. Um, yeah, I like Tom, and but he's always going to tell you what he thinks. Sure. Uh, in a, you know, minute to minute. And Rusty, I, I mean, I've got good friends with Rusty, you know, mutual friends, Tony and, and Steve Reeser. And Rusty's been there forever. I mean, he's a fixture. He, he trains for G. Watts Humphrey. And, like, you know, that's, you know, basically, like, they've got a they don't want to throw the stewards under 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 the bus, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, there's always a that's second all story, that's all a third politics. story. That's all like you know. Yeah. But buyers, buyers got no reason to be political about this. I, I get. I mean, the reason the reason he has to be political is he's looking at it from the standpoint of who's the horse that finished first, who's the horse that he thinks ran the best <laughs> race. I mean, we we talked about it on, on the last show. No, no, there's there's no doubt about like you know that maximum security ran a fantastic race. And I disagree actually that he ran the best race because as we talked about at great length in the last show, we really don't know what war of will was going to do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And everybody that I've heard, because I, I think that's the main argument is that you're taking down the horse that ran the best race and putting up a horse that probably was never going to win in country house. Like it's never second or third. He's yeah. Never looked like a winner. Um, but, but, well, he looked like the winner briefly, but he just didn't really kick on. He, he, yeah. And in the end he was second best. He yeah. Was, you know, yeah. Um, but you get my point. Is 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 that he? Oh no, I totally get your point. But it's interesting to me that all these people, that, I mean, you got to think. You know, Andy, who are the most like you know formidable, respected opinions in American horse racing? Buyer and like maybe Hovdy. I mean, like yeah. where do you go with that? Like you know, um, pretty sure Hovdy was um, for the DQ. Yeah, so it's just it's very interesting that it's a much debated subject, and you and I agree on something because you know. We are prone to disagree, but not on tonight's band, Sebado. 